everybody, Mike Dempsey here. It's NFL playoff time, and you can still win playing Underdog Fantasy by picking higher or lower on player stats at underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code 1010XL, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Trevor drops, looks, looks, fires back in the end zone, caught for the touchdown! Touchdown in the back of the end zone to Calvin Ridley, and Jacksonville has taken the lead. Checks it down underneath. That's a crossing route to Christian Kirk. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Christian Kirk to the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. A crossing route to Christian Kirk, and the Jags have retaken the lead. Fires this one deep downfield, and that ball is going to be picked off. The Jags pick it off. And they're going to run it back. That is Dewey Winger. Picked it off in the middle of the field. He's still running it back. He got it into Pittsburgh territory. Andrew Winger stepped up and picked that thing off. It's just disappointing. Disappointing the way we finished our season. Obviously, it's, it's definitely not good enough. You know, things start with me, and I got to make sure that I'm holding myself accountable and I'm doing all I can to, you know, help our football team win on and off the football field, but just not good enough. Uh, it hurts. You know, it hurts to not be able to finish. And you look at where we were at one point in the season and just finished really, really poorly and kind of, you know, gave it away. So there's so many things you look at and it's disappointing and frustrating. And we have a lot of really great players. And I think we have the potential to be a great team. We didn't finish the year that way. 1010XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and Hold my pocket. Dylan Denmark. All right, good morning, everybody, particularly Trent Balky's burner account. We know you're listening. Uh, we appreciate all of you out there uh, right now. Uh, Tom McManus in studio here with us. <laughs> good morning. Good happy morning. Friday, man. Hey, happy Friday. I feel great. How's the hat? working for you you today. know what i like this hat it fit it fits you know it's hard with a big fat head like mine you got to find the hats that fit and i get so much swag from you know uh, you know customers and people and man when that hat doesn't fit i'm like i feel so bad because all i need is one more ring you know on the ones that you clip on yeah if i had one more that's all i'm asking and i know you could get those extender things i guess i've never Really looked yeah, it into seems it. Like, that seems like a lot of work for a hat. For a well, hat, it's a good yeah. thing, as we've already learned before the show this morning, Tommy, that yeah. you're good at sharing. I am very good at sharing. <laughs> I am. I'm a sharer. That hat just goes to somebody else. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. You get it. Yeah, no doubt. I absolutely. Have, I, 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 I got to have 10 hats. I, I'm, I probably have 30 hats, right? at yeah. least. Do they all hats. fit, though, good? That's what I'm saying. I probably yeah. have 10 of them that yeah. I, could, I would put on and be like, Right. When did I ever think this hat fit me? Yeah. Like, my head size hasn't changed. I know. You know? <laughs> no, I know. And, and my wife's like, why do you keep the hats? I'm like, I just feel so bad. They're good-looking hats. And they gave them to me. She's like, but they don't fit. I'm like, yeah, but you I never know. know. It's an emergency. I might I wear that them. one shirt that right. this hat goes with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. But uh, exactly. you're, you are a Jaguar legend. So we encourage uh, folks to check it out on YouTube. And you can. You can weigh in on Tom's yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were, they gave these to us for uh, the uh, alumni weekend this past year. For being a legend. Yeah, well. Says so right there. Quote. They should have quotes around that Legends. word in, on Jay my hat. <laughs> Please. I yeah. I don't know why they went that route. It does feel odd to have that, you know what I mean? Because most of the attire, you know, the swag is legends, community. You know, there's always a wise-ass legend, you know. Pfft. 
You know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you can hear it under their breath and you want to just slap them one, but you can't because you're in public. And, right. You know what I mean? But I'm not calling myself a legend. They just Tom call Mattis, Tom in a legend's hat. You got a game was caught ball. slapping a person today. Tom, you got a game ball from maybe the biggest win in franchise I history. Did. You did. I did. Defensive player of the game. That, that was, was nice great. One. We saw man. that one rocking out there. That's yeah. how we know you're a legend because yeah. we saw it. <laughs> I was just looking for that. Just no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't looking for anything. It was I pretty was cool, digging, man. Listen, to I tell you what. Out. I was talking to Logman last night and Beza. Uh, that you know the championship week. It's so like it's Friday before the championship game. You're one game away. I mean, yeah. it's so emotional and crazy, and you gotta still study and get your body right. Your mind. You know what I mean. You're dealing with if you're at home. You're dealing with fans. Even if you're on the road, you know, your, or your family, your, your your friends and your family will fly out. You know what I mean? It's like just so emotional. It's so cool. And then losing is terrible. But just, you know, going into the week, that, that weekend, that everything's on the line. You're the final four. You win and you're in the biggest game. They, we all grew up. I mean, most of us playing ball, like when you're watching the NFL, it was all about the Super Bowl. You know, like. You know, when I Such grew up, though, like when I was really into the Super Bowl, like I started getting into it in the late 70s, the 80s were just exactly. like boring because it, the NFC literally like went 13 years in a row where they not only won it, but they almost blew out the AFC every yeah. single time. But I mean, you think of like, like Riggins, that was in the 80s, right? Breaking that tackle of Blackwood on fourth down and yeah. taking it to the house. I mean, it's like the 82 you know, I know season. The, yeah. Yeah, and then the 90s. And that, 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 was, a, that was a good game. Yeah. I mean, there were some good games. There were moments, so I, I don't know. We reached a point, though, in the in the mid to late 80s where it was just like, oh, Denver's in it again. That means they're losing by 30. Well, Chicago, I mean, we the 85 was phenomenal. They dominated. That, that, was, that was not 84, that, that 85, was not even competitive. No, it wasn't. You know, and that, being a fan, we didn't obviously care. Well, yeah, if you're a fan <laughs> of that team. No, but exactly. If you're just a random NFL fan. Like, right, you right. Know, you want to see a competitive game. I started game. getting I get into it. it in the in the like the late seventies with Pittsburgh, Dallas, yeah, Pittsburgh, too. and the Rams. Yeah, you know, I and still remember that bomb Bradshaw threw to Stallworth right over the middle. Oh and yeah, the Rams defended right on him. I remember that. So I was anyway, a Steeler fan back then. Were you? Kid. Just I don't know why. Maybe because they were in the Super Bowl and the Bears weren't. <laughs> But I uh, I did. They were, or maybe it was Mean Joe Green's, you know, Coke commercial. Could have been. It could have. You know, it's one of the most iconic sports commercials of all time. Yeah. For me, that'd be like a uh, top ten memorable one. It's not the show we're doing today. No, no. I, <laughs> yeah, it is but, Friday, hey, but, but we hey, can't go hey, that far up. Come June. That's all right. right. <laughs> all right, make a list now, That's people. Right. All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Trent Balky spoke for about thirty minutes yeah. yesterday, which I thought was plenty of time. Yeah. I, I thought. You know, I thought Gene Frenette set a pretty good tone right off the bat, asking some pointed questions. Thought Rick Ballou did a good job. I thought a lot of folks asked yeah. really good questions yesterday. We're not going to like all the answers from Trent Baalke. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would say this. The whole, you know, I, I don't like to look back and dwell on the past. I'm paraphrasing yeah. here, right? Yeah. Well, well. How do your players feel when they've got to watch film after they lost a game? Like, I mean, you know, yeah. you have to look back at the past. I get it. You know, Trent Baalke can sit up there, and I'm sure I would hope that Shad Khan makes him account for this happened, this happened, this happened. You made these decisions. Where did you have success? Where did you have failure? And I get that he doesn't want to stand up there and, you know, these 
peons in the media. I'm I'm projecting, right? Like what he might be like. Yeah. Who are they to question me yeah. and and all, and all this stuff? But come on, I I do. Th- if you're gonna get up there. What's kind of the point if you're not going to acknowledge? Yeah. yeah, you know what we did. We had some here were some successes we had. We can acknowledge you did have some successes. Sure, right? Yeah, absolutely Definitely. had some successes. But you also had some big misses. And it's like when when Rick asked, "Well, name the," and he goes, "Name the pass rushers that were out there." Okay, how how many you want? Yeah. We can all name them off the top right. of our head. At least a half dozen guys that that could have helped this yeah. football team. And it's nothing that's being asked. The, the purpose of it, especially on a day like yesterday, is the fans are really frustrated, yeah. right, with Trent Baalke. Yeah. And there's there's nothing that's going to happen in the press conference yesterday that's going to result in him no longer being the general manager of the team, yeah. right? Like, his job is his job, and the media comes in and asks a bunch of questions to try to get to answers for the yeah. fans that are out there going, why is this happening under your watch if you're Trent Baalke? And, yeah. It makes sense to ask, why didn't you bring in anybody? Like, yeah. do you look back on it now and say, maybe we should have changed our thinking on that? And Trent Baalke answered it the way I would expect Trent Baalke to answer it. The same way he would have answered it in San Francisco. The same way he would have answered it the last couple of years here in Jacksonville. It's really the answer was, eh, not my fault. We didn't do it. What do you want me to do? I can't redo last year. That's essentially the way he answers it. Yeah. It's how he always has. He clearly is not worried about his job security no. at all. I, you know, look, uh, you know, I, I don't know what. Yes, he should have admitted to the misses, like you said, right? But take, take the, take Clowney, right? They, I, he was mentioned mm-hmm. in the press conference. So they him. had him yeah. in. They had him yeah. in. We, we don't know what was offered, right? Baltimore. So just hear me out. So say okay. they, they make an offer, and Baltimore says, "Well, we value you more." We're going to make you a bigger offer. Sure. Is he supposed to then go, I, no, well, I maybe I should overpay. But no, no, wait. On top of that, when Clowney was here, nobody was like, oh, man, don't let him out of the building. They're like, yeah, well, maybe, we'll, you know, one-year deal. You know, give him a try. He's not the same as he was. Nobody was salivating over Clowney. Now, granted, he's had a great year with Baltimore. So did Kyle Van Noy. Uh, so did Kyle Van Noy. Look, I'm not saying they couldn't have brought other people in, but I think it's look when you when it's hindsight. I don't know the offer. But, but I don't know what the, the deal was. Here's the difference to me, Tom. I, I think we all. I say we all. Many many people identified need for pass rush beyond the top two guys. Yep. Right. So I'm not the GM. It's your job to figure out which of those guys will come Agreed. in here and work. Right. So okay, I was harping on Justin Houston because the year before he had a tremendous year. He had like nine sacks. Fine. It doesn't have, and I said it all along, doesn't have to be Justin Houston, doesn't yep. have to be Clowney, doesn't have to be Van Noy, doesn't have to be Leonard Floyd. Could it be yeah. one of them? Right. Could it could it be some could it be Calais Campbell? Could it be any number that of one guys? I, I get. Well, yeah. and I yeah. and I get if they get bigger offers elsewhere, particularly if, you know, it's like Arden Key. Okay, we can only offer you this role. Because we don't have the other role available to you. If you want to go not to, to Tennessee. Walker. That's Walker's I, spot. Right, that's yeah. his spot. We're right. not going to play you over him. I get right. that. So for some of these guys, probably they didn't get what they were looking for here. It just seems to me that he knew that there was an issue because he wouldn't have been looking at any right. of these guys if there weren't. Yeah. But if you looked at the defensive line, it was the interior guys that underperformed all year long. The outside guys got their job done. Yeah, you know, and, so, the, and he missed on that. He did. Was. He re-signed every, or pretty much everyone. Foley was already signed, but he re-signed Roy Robertson. He re-signed uh, Devon mm-hmm. and and uh, 
Gotsis, right? It redid his deal on a different level. Yeah, but nothing expecting changed. what? Yeah. For them to perform at yeah. a way better level than they than they did this year. They didn't. They were sometimes non-existent. Yeah. So, so, getting, so who gets the blame for that? No, though? he's got to take the blame for that. No doubt for about it. For some of it. Yeah. Right? Like, like I, I, I do think a reasonable person, like we, we, you mentioned Balky, and, and you've got an opinion set in, right? Yeah. So you don't want to hear anything. There, look, you look at Devon Hamilton, you think he's a rising player, okay? Yeah. So we reward our guy, yeah. right? We give him the contract. He's going to be a big part of the future. He gets a freak injury. He's not the same guy. They try to run him out there. He gets healthy. He's still not – he's getting pushed around. Yep. Is that a bulky miss or is that a circumstance? Still thing? An, an incom- un- incomplete, I would it's say. It's incomplete, right? Yep. But like, like Roy Robertson-Harris played well down the stretch, restructured his deal. Right. He didn't live up. But part of it is – Knowing and getting it right, who is going to continue yeah, to perform right. at a high level? That's part of what your job no, is no as doubt a talent about it. evaluator. No huh? doubt about it. Fo- throw Foley in there too, because he was supposed Absolutely. to be this ridiculous wrecking has ball. Has not been that since he, he got here, and no. I get it. He's dealt with some injuries yeah, too. Yeah, but and that's I saw part of the game yesterday. Just listening to it, I had a similar thought to what I've had for the years that Tony Baselli was going through the Hall of Fame stuff, right? And fans every year when he didn't get in would go, well, it's Kavars' fault. He presents him badly. (laughs) Like this guy, we don't like him being the guy presenting. And so finally one year I was like, well, let me listen to all the presentations for all the guys when they get in the room. And I listen to all of them. I'm like, Sam does as good or better a job than anybody else that was in the room. Right? It's just the opportunity for what those guys can actually do is pretty limited. I'm not surprised – that our general manager doesn't stand up and point out all the things that were really mostly his fault yep. in an end-of-year press conference. I don't know that any of the GMs in the league that are in that kind of situation actually do that. I don't listen to any of theirs. No. I only hear Balkies. Right. Or whoever the Jaguars general manager is at the end of the year. I'm not listening to the guy whose job may be on the line in some other city yep. and having that same reaction to what he's saying. That doesn't mean I like it. Any more than I do, right? Like, because Doug Peterson stands up at the end of the year and he talks about this is where we fell short. This is where the players fell short. This is where the coaching staff fell short. The GM stands up. The closest he got to any of that was we got to get tougher on the lines of scrimmage. Yeah. Right? Like, that was the closest he got to being self-critical. You you guys, no, I I heard you guys aren't having enough weightlifting competitions right. with yeah. each other. Like, yeah. what in yeah. the like world? It's, it's yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't know how unusual that is for a GM at the end of the year or if that's just right. how business goes with a general manager speaking yep. in this kind of circumstance at the end of the year. I would have to listen to other GMs talk to have yep. any idea what that looks like. But I'm not surprised that Balky would be a guy who handles it that way. That's how he's always handled it. Is that way? But okay, right? I, and I agree. Look, he's the GM. He's he's not going to bash his guys. They're his his picks. No, he, he's going to defend them as best he can. He should have been more forthright on some of that, but he's going to defend them. What you can do, though, what is reasonable? Hey, you know what? Here here are some successes we had. Okay, and fine. Yeah. You want to list? You know what? Right. Anton Harrison, great pick. This guy, whatever. You yeah. know, here are things we do. Here are second and third year players that continue to develop and get better for us. You know what? Maybe we should have paid a little bit more attention to the offensive line because depth became an issue, right? We had some whatever. Yeah. You can still phrase it in a way that you are a, you know, not a robot and and you acknowledge that yeah, I probably Absolutely. could have done better in some areas, you know, and and I get like in the end 
if we put ourselves in his position, we don't have to like this, by the way. If our boss, and we don't know what Shad Khan tells him behind closed doors, if our boss gives us the seal of approval, and yeah. we we would sit up there, I'm I know myself, I would think. All these idiots don't know what the hell they're talking about. I, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm the GA, I, and I'm not saying that's the right no, thing because no, I'm no. not in that position, no, and I, I don't yeah. feel that way no, about neither. it. Me neither. I, 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 I think he, I don't. Maybe he just doesn't care. You know, and he probably doesn't. As long as Shad Khan is happy with his performance, right. who else does he really have to please? That's who he's working for. Right. He's not working for the fan base as much as we'd like him to be that guy. Mm. But he could just if he just would have a little self-reflection. I think right. he could really win back a portion right. of the fans who go, you know what, he probably does have some mistakes. He, yeah. he, and at least he acknowledges it, and we yep. got to be better moving forward. Yeah, the next time I see him do it, it'll be the first time. I'm not like, He didn't do it in San Francisco, and he, he's not doing it here. I'm not surprised when he doesn't do it. I'm not surprised when he's asked a question and he deflects whatever blame there is yep. in that question to, you got to ask the coaches. We got to get the players yeah. got to get better. Like, I'm not surprised that Trent Balky handles it that way. Yeah. All right. We, we got a break. We got okay. we, That's cool. two hours to get into all this yep. stuff, right? So let's uh, save a little for the other side of this first break. If you'd like to get in, if you heard Trent Balky's press conference here, be it on 1010XL, streaming on Jaguars.com, uh, whatever the case, you've been waiting for him to speak for about two and a half weeks since the season ended. Uh, let us know what you thought about that today. If you'd uh, like to, at 641-1010 on the All Pro Roofing. Phone lines are on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Our question of the day is a simple uh, question. What will the Super Bowl matchup be? Is it Baltimore-San Fran, Baltimore-Detroit, KC-San Fran, or KC-Detroit? And you can vote one-click poll there. We'll discuss that as we go along a little bit later on today because it is championship weekend. We'll hear a few of the selected comments uh, from Trent Balky yesterday to try to give you a fair representation of what went down. Uh, but we don't obviously want to replay 30 minutes of audio. So uh, room for you to get in if you'd like to today with Tony Smith, Tom McManus. Good morning, Pockets. How are you? Good. All good in the hood, man. All right. We're going to be okay on uh, Sunday. We're going to get decent weather. We're going to get rained on. Oh, we better. We, we'll be all right. All right. No, we'll tough it out, man. Yeah. I, I Bring your rain jacket. Uh, nah. I'll, I'll just get wet. It'll be fine. Uh, I don't know if I... Like playing golf in the rain jacket, you know, too cumbersome. <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it all works out. All right, uh, we are ready to roll. Jaguars today going until noon. Give us your reaction, what Trent Balky had to say, and uh, if you want to get into the NFL Championship weekend matchups, happy to do that as well. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mac in the middle, Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. Coach owns the staff, just like they do in most places, and no different here. Uh, and I respect the decisions that he makes. I mean, we collaborate, we work together. I sat in on all the interviews. Uh, we shared our thoughts. But at the end of the day, Coach owns it, and I respect those decisions. That's Trent Balky yesterday talking about the decision to hire Ryan Nielsen, right? The, the yeah. scuttlebutt has been, that's a Balky pick, Peterson, Want yeah. a Marquand manual? We don't know. Like, like that's the scuttlebutt. So I'll say this for Trent Balky. He got asked a direct question. He answered it. Yeah. It's up to you if you believe him or not. I, I you know, it'd be up to Doug to to contradict that if it were not the case. Yeah. I, I would say my initial reaction is if I'm Doug, I'm like, why, why are you over my shoulder interview while I'm interviewing for I my staff? I understand that. You stay out. Like you should not be in this interview. I don't know. I, I, I don't wonder. Know. I wonder. Dude, if, is that how the dynamic? I mean, I, Dallas. Well, I'm wondering. Does, like, but, right. That if well, Jerry Jones is right. is in right. charge he's of everything, your, but yeah. 
I wouldn't think it's – I don't know this for a fact, but it doesn't strike me as being that odd, honestly. Like, I know some people have really have a big problem with this. You shouldn't be in that meeting. Well, if you're the GM and you want to have your finger on the pulse of the team and you're sitting back and you're listening to what's going on and, and the coach has final say on that, I'm not saying maybe some coaches wouldn't be put off by that, but I, I don't think that is such a terrible – Who do you think has final say on the roster, do you think? Uh, I would think Trent does. I mean, it, Doug like agreed to all that, you know. He's. I don't know though, man. I mean, you know, I don't know either. I was asking a question. I don't. I don't. No, I. I, don't I mean, know like, either. I think if, if most head coaches, they have say on who they and who plays. Yeah. Right, and yeah. how they fill out their coaching staff, but the roster is yeah. to me that's the general manager. You know, yeah, I agree and, with in, that. In, in consultation with right. the head coach. Right. Um. But got this one on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. First time texter. Oh, nice. You guys are insufferable. I'm convinced you would have been satisfied with nothing less than the general manager walking on the stage and offing himself yesterday. Jacksonville deserves better than you. Killing himself. Oh. Yes. Uh, Jacksonville deserves better than you. Yeah. Trent, thank you uh, for your feedback. Is that Trent? I, I don't know. At this point, I'm 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 seeing Trent. Prove every to me it isn't. Yeah, prove to me it's not. Watching me, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I mean, like by the way, yeah. I feel like I am one of the. Well, I would have fired Trent Balky multiple times. I yeah. feel like I'm one of the least vehement critics of Trent Balky. Yeah. Of of, of uh, in, in the sense that. Not that I don't criticize the obvious mistakes he's made, yeah. but I feel like when some people get that ball rolling downhill, they'll overlook that he's done anything good yeah. for this roster. And I think he has done some good things for this roster. I, look, I know I go deep sometimes. I just feel I feel like it's you know it's the deep part of like not handling last year's success. I don't think they handled sure. it very well. And just think back to what Doug was saying in the beginning of the year, which really blew my mind about – Bad week of practice. Believe in our press clippings. We got to get out of here to get away from it all. You're like, what? Like, yeah. where did that attitude come from? And why is why are you saying that? Like, I always felt like that was a really weird part of the team. I mean, okay, th- I'm not inside, so maybe things are going on that I don't know about. But come on, you you go up to Indy, division rival. You kick the crap out of them. You don't play your best football, but you do really well. You come home, the champs are in town, national TV, and you have a bad week of practice. Then Houston comes, and you're flat as all get out. I mean, did you just think you were just going to show up? You know, like I, I go, we were talking about Fortner in the break. Did he not, like, work his ass off in the weight room? Did not everybody, or did they just kind of, you know, just do the minimal minimum required because we're all high and mighty and we're just going to have a great year regardless. We even added Calvin Ridley. Just look at him. Go run down the field and practice. He's going to set record after. You know what I mean? Like He loves him some Calvin, and by I, the way. Bulky. I like Calvin, too, I'm just saying, man. Like if you, 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 you got to hone him in. but I If you went by what you heard yesterday, here's, I think, Josh Allen franchise tag. Big push to sign yeah. Calvin Ridley, Cam Robinson gone. That, yeah. that, that, no, that, I like, know. That's reading between the yeah, lines. Yeah, that's what yeah. it felt like. And with everything that was said yesterday, everything was a little bit frustrating to me, but none of it surprised me. Yeah. Like all the stuff we've talked about with Balky to this point, none of it surprised me. I was pretty close to legit mad about the Josh Allen stuff. 
Yeah. What do you mean you haven't talked yeah, to their – doesn't make sense. Like, what, what, what are have you, you done for the last two weeks? Right. right. What That's exactly your job. Have you done? We already worked why, it out last why, Friday. Like, why not just reach out to them and go, hey, we want to get something done. What's a good timetable for us to sit down and have some serious negotiate? Yeah. Just that. Yeah. Five-minute phone conversation with yeah. the representative. Or, or even, what are you thinking? I'm thinking 140. Uh, uh, I'm thinking 130. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, 135. Right, well, to know. Well, then, then maybe you know, we could figure it out. Right, yeah. we're, we, I think we're yeah. going to have some common right. ground. That the possibility exists, that the GM says that about Josh Allen yesterday, and that's the first that Josh Allen's camp has heard from him well, at all. Yeah, that, we saw the report at right. PFT that right. Allen's camp not pleased. That's ludicrous. Yeah. I don't want Josh tagged. I really don't. I don't. I think Ridley earned it. But again, here we go again. Like having his guys. Ridley is a bulky guy. He's his pick. Josh, he loves Wait, Josh. I'm sure he does. To get him, no matter he's which not, picks they he's turn He's not out to be. under his watch. That, which is I'm just saying. I know. I, I'm saying pay the guy. Here's We've what he had to say uh, yesterday about Calvin Ridley. Calvin did some awfully good things. I, I love Calvin Ridley. He's uh, he's all ball. Uh, you guys and gals that were able to see it practice, I mean, he loves, to, he loves to practice, he loves to play, he loves the game. You know, when you bring somebody in that hasn't been a part of football for over a year and a half, it, you got to knock the rust off. And he did that. And, and at times he showed he, who he was, who he can be. Calvin said there was no rust. I'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah. that sounds like a guy who's like, damn. That was a pretty smart move, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah, he had 1,000 totally. yards, even knocking the rust off, right? right? Scored a bunch of touchdowns, even knocking the rust off. Yeah, yep. he had some drops. That's the rust, yep. okay? Right. When I go sign into a big deal, you're going to pat me on the back now, yeah. right? Drops and, and by the way, the I, I'm fine too. if they bring Calvin Ridley back. Yeah. yeah. I really am, yeah. you know? I mean, unless we think that all these guys, like, would I rather have T. Higgins? Sure. I don't think T. Higgins is making it to right. free agency. I don't right. think Mike Evans is making no. it. So, Calvin yeah, Ridley no. could, in theory, be – the most valuable receiver yeah. that is out there that's truly free that doesn't sign an extension with his team or get franchised. Tag. Okay, so I know he's a number one on our team, but your guys' opinion, can he be a true number one for this team next year and beyond? Uh, what is a true number one? I don't know. I, Mike Evans. Here's, you know I what I mean? Say, I know. Is he going to be a top, like a top 15 I would say, guy? Uh, Calvin Ridley is capable of catching every pass that hit his hands this year. Yep. Right, the drops that he had. If he didn't have those drops, I think he would have been a number one this year. And I don't think anybody would have had those questions about him. I'm not saying the drops didn't nope, happen. They happened, but I don't know how it. much of that is rust factor and how much of that is Calvin just yeah. drops the ball. I don't know what the answer to that question is. If he caught those, I don't think anybody would be having any of these questions about whether yeah. or not he's capable of being that kind of player. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that, the capability part. But I also the you know what went on with the miscommunication. Like Absolutely. they know internally, we don't yeah. really know. It. I know, I can see it. He didn't know what he was doing. Sometimes okay, and I mean, and that's, that's what we believe, right? Oh, yeah. Was it that simple? Is it poor? But here you got the GM going. This guy's all about ball. Right? He's focused, mm. focused, 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 focused. He wants to get yeah. better and play play ball. Then why was this an issue? Why yeah. are you just going on and on about him? If he's really that tuned in, right. why was that? aspect yeah. so lacking well we, re we remember in camp the almost injury to kirk yes there were there two guys were on top every it seemed every time two guys were on top of each other this year ridley, it was ridley was involved. involved and it lasted throughout the year i know it just did so i'll you know all right let's get a few calls in here uh get some reaction going and uh, we'll continue the conversation with you that way uh adam in pennsylvania gonna lead things off what's up adam good morning good morning um so after that uh, conference yesterday, I have three main thoughts. 
First of all, defending Luke Fortner, saying he has what it takes to play in this league, and it's a systematic issue. Uh, there's no football system that has ever cr- been created that causes a center to get knocked on their butt as often as he does. Uh, number two, when asked about not getting a pass rusher, he asks where these people were available, and then he goes into how we're counting on a returning vet from a major injury and surgery, a rookie who ended up being inactive most of the season, and a guy who had a total of three sacks in three years. That's gross incompetence. Uh, number three, not already being in the process with Josh Allen is an insult to him the fans, and every teal-blooded person who ever rooted for this team. This kid has been good and sometimes dominant in this league, and you do whatever it takes to keep him. You pay him. I personally would make him the highest-paid pass rusher in the league. After a few years, I am betting that that deal will be more than worth it. Not sure if Khan even cares at this point, as allowing this person to continue to show his ineptness is heartbreaking okay my rant is over thanks guys have a great weekend all right yeah, appreciate it. Too, i'll yeah. say this the, well the, thought out the the, the thing felt like a recording. i'm not paying josh allen more money than nick bosa i'm Did sorry he? i'm not no i'm not, I'm not like a recorded call that was no, kind of interesting I, look, I, wouldn't either. I, I, under, I, I understand the uh, the first couple of points I, I don't take it as a personal insult to me that josh allen hasn't been offered josh <laughs> no. allen can feel however he wants about it i think it's bad business right, right. i don't take it as a personal insult i wouldn't be surprised at all if josh allen is insulted by it him right yes right and me as a fan who, if you're a fan out there going, they need to pay Josh Allen, and you hear that and go, well, if he's insulted by it, I'm insulted by it. Like, I get that kind of mentality with all this. And, you know, Tommy and I were talking about the Luke Fortner thing on the break. Yeah, I don't expect Doug Peterson or Trent Baalke to stand up at a podium and say, this guy's no longer going to be the center for this football team. He stinks. Right. I don't expect them to handle it that way. I think they answer that question by yep. bringing in another center. Oh, yeah. At some point in this offseason. That's how they answer the Fortner question. It's yep. not going to be at the podium yesterday. As much as fans just want them to move on from Fortner, they'll show you whether or not they're ready to move on from Fortner yep. by moving on from Fortner. Right. Or bringing somebody in that just takes over. Right. Look, I, maybe they had it with Barch. I don't know. You know, trying him at center. That's an interesting one. You know, look, I I don't know. I, I, I the Great points. I'm not – I'm, I don't think that, and again, I've never been in this situation, so I'm, I can't speak from firsthand experience, but the, the negotiations can't be that elaborate. Here's the value. Here's where we think it is. Look, you know they're not just going to let them go into free agency, right? Of course not. They're not. So they're going to tag them if they get to that. Right, but if you're Josh Allen and you hear that, like, you're not, are you even going to make an attempt I don't know. to get me done long term? We haven't term. heard from Josh, have we? Uh, well, you know what I mean? He, he, he says his camp is. Okay. Unhappy that that Balky was talking about the that they haven't talked the the situation without talking to him right, about right, the right. situation. Yeah. So yeah. you know, um, right. well, I look, I, it's, I I personally think you should pay his ass. He's earned it. Uh, I would not use the tag on him, in my opinion. All right, um, uh, well, but, let's get another one in because we're just yeah. circling around that one a little bit. Now, Matt and Callahan next up. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. What's up? Well, y'all beating the one-topic question I had for your thoughts on with the Josh Allen thing. We can skip that part. Um, not in a bad way. But uh, he said we have a, new, a good nucleus here. 
in the in Jacksonville. So we got a great nucleus. Our team's going to be different next year. Most teams will be. Our team will be significantly different. Who would you honestly consider is our true nucleus that we have that we can't afford to lose no matter what? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Josh Allen, Tyson Campbell, Anton Harrison, um, Foyer, Aluakin. Walker's got to be part of it to some degree. Oh, Trayvon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Trayvon. Trayvon Trayvon would be part of the nucleus. Um, You're not getting rid of Lloyd. Christian Kirk. I mean, it depends on how long we're talking about must keep these guys around because obviously your nucleus can change over time. But in terms of projecting, at least for this year, who are some of the key players, I mean, those guys are are Travis Etienne. There's no doubt that those guys are. I I don't think the Jags have a bad nucleus of talent. I don't think they're that far off. I think they got to add some beef in the middle on both sides. And add you got to still add more competition and see if you can find a gem for a weapon. But I I just – I don't know. I, th- I don't think they're that far off. It depends on how you feel about Cisco. Depends on how you feel about Lloyd. Are they young, improving players? Or are they guys that that we've seen the best from? We don't know yeah. yet. But I, I think I could see like a year from now, if things go the right way, we could be excited about their next three to five years here in yeah. Jacksonville. Yeah. You know. I mean, I look. I think Lloyd's still got a lot of upside. I love Cisco. That's what I I'm think saying. Johnson's going to be a ball player. I mean, I, I, I don't like sit Jenkins there and go look at Devin Lloyd as a star right now, but I do think no, he's a I piece think he'll that, get that let's hope he turns. So I, I do think they have a, a, they got, a pretty they got good got enough nucleus. talent. They do have enough talent. They got to add to it, but they got enough talent to compete. Uh, all right. more than that. We got to take a timeout. We'll come back. If you're on the line, stay there, and we'll get your reaction uh, to what Trent Balky had to say yesterday and your overall thoughts on the state of affairs for your Jacksonville Jaguars as well. 641-1010. To get on the All Pro Roofing phone lines, this is Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, people uh, weighing in on Calvin Ridley on the text line. Uh, one asking, you know, if you, if you put up the same numbers somewhere else, what would you be willing to pay him? I, I don't know what the number is that I would be willing to pay him anyway, but I will say if we saw Calvin Ridley go out and have a 1,000-yard season his first year back and uh, and let's say Evans, Higgins, and Pittman were off the board, you're looking at Ridley, Marquise Brown is probably right. the top couple of guys out there. I'd be interested in Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And, and and I do think there's something you – did he fit in your locker room? I do think that you yep. you don't have to vet that. Like, either fit with the team or he didn't yep. fit with the team. And they know that better than we do. Yeah. Right? And Balky obviously – heaped a bunch of praise on him so he thought he fit in well with his all ball attitude or whatever the case yeah so um, got a quarterback that got to work with him for a year right if and, he doesn't and, want to work with him going forward he'll let the team know right, right. and then we, yeah. like you know I, I think there was too many instances where we we should have been further along in our chemistry whatever yeah. but not I, saying that that's what trevor would do but I, if they I do need that information right. they have it in the locker room yeah right? like it's not walking into the door they have it in the doors right yeah. now I, I I thought at least during camp the wide receivers the starters especially seemed to be a tight group. Like the only negative that I could foresee is if Ridley was getting a free pass of not remembering where to be. That would piss yeah, off his teammates know. big time. But I'm listen again. I'm unless you can replace him, right? You got to keep him because you don't have him on your. Your roster right now, right? And somebody you don't did, have that you know, kind of wide receiver. In, in reference to Evans, somebody pointed out, well, Evans had a bunch of drops this year as well. That may be the case, but Mike mm-hmm. Evans, even when he's out there doing that, puts up 
ridiculous numbers almost yeah. every year. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, what did Calvin Ridley average per catch this year? 13.4. Not terrible, yeah. right? Uh, Mike Evans was 15.9. Yeah. 16 yards a catch, right? Yeah. And it scored a league-leading 13 touchdowns. Yeah. was the fifth time he's had double-digit touchdowns in his career. He's a beast. He's got 94. Yeah. I mean, he's never failed to have 1,000 yeah. yards in his career. That guy's, tag uh, Josh and bring him in. <laughs> then I, I get it. No, you later, he's not Ridley. a perfect – he's Thanks not Justin Jefferson. No, Okay, right. fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's not available. Yeah. But, okay, so, again, glass half full. Um, I was more concerned about not being where he's supposed to be than the drops because, you know, sometimes <laughs> – Look, yeah, he should have caught, you know, at least half of those. Sometimes the ball's not in the exact spot it should be, but that, you still got to catch the rock. I was more concerned about, you know, there. I could see it. There were there were plays where he he looked lost. He didn't. I I, I could still see Kirk in motion running by him, and him like looking back at him, like you know, tell me what to do. And Kirk's like yelling at him as he's going past him, like, and that must get a little frustrating. But with that being said, the upside is what they do hone it in. He does get better at that, and he becomes what twelve touchdown. Well, here's 13th, the thing too. You know what I mean? I mean he's at eight. I, I with, don't think it's impossible for that to happen. I'll take that. I'm out of my number here's, one. Here's the thing: is, is Zay Jones going to be back? We don't know, right? right. He, you could save money on the cap. Agnew probably not going to be back. I, okay. I mean, maybe he will, but I mean, if if you don't have Ridley back, what do you got? Right here. No, right. I know Kurt. that's what I'm saying. You don't have that. Maybe player. you have Zay. Maybe you don't. I mean, yeah. Zay's cap number doubles. This year, he got Does hurt it? a lot. Yeah, you know his cap figure. If he's on the team's over eleven million bucks. Yeah, he could save about five. I love Zay Jones. Too, I understand, man. but injuries they 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 just hurt your value. They just do. It just sucks. All right, let's uh, get back to the lines here. Six four one ten ten. Uh, Bill and Nocatee is up next. Good morning, Bill. Hey guys, um, just going back to the Ridley thing. Uh, I mean, personally, think it's a no brainer for the Jags to add him. He. Uh, was a proven number one in Atlanta. He did some amazing things here. And one of the biggest knocks is some of the receivers didn't know how hard Trevor Lawrence was going to throw the ball. If he was going to throw it 1,000 miles an hour when he's, the receiver's five yards from him, or if he was going to throw an underthrown pass so or too soft. So I think there were some issues with that. But, I mean, signing Calvin Ridley is a no-brainer for us. All right. Thank, thank you, Bill. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, there were the, moments where Trevor was zinging it in there. Sure, for, about I, that, that no, to me know. is uh, very low on the Still list of ca- yeah problems. excuses. Like yeah, you're a professional receiver, Catch the rock. anticipate the ball is going to come a little pepper on yeah. him and get your hand. The up. discussion is how easily can you replace Calvin Ridley in your offense this off season? Right, right. Like that's the discussion. And right. if you're not going to bring Zay Jones back, well, then you're asking how do we replace Calvin Both. Ridley and Zay Jones right. in the offense this off season through yeah. free agency. And the draft. Look, I think that they have to address wide receiver at some point in the first couple of days of the draft yeah, this year. Agreed. It's not something that they prioritized in a long, long time, but they need to get younger in that room. Yep. I'm also in favor of Calvin Ridley being back, right? Yep. Because yeah, I do too. think he's the guy that can you can put at the top of the depth chart and the chemistry that we already know yep. Trevor has with Christian Kirk, who's not going to be here forever. Yep. This may be the last year you and have Kirk. Kirk needs outside help. He's great right. in the slot. He's a slot receiver, and he's fantastic when healthy. So, All right, let's uh, get Steve in Melbourne up next. Good morning, Steve. Steve, you there? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up? Uh, not too much. I had my thoughts on uh, something that Trent Bulky said. Uh, you know, we're going to pay Josh Allen. We want Ridley here. 
mind you, I'm still concerned about the second round pick, uh, pick that we owe. No, but we don't. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! We don't owe a second round pick. Okay, uh, it's only under if, certain. If we sign him, we do. Nope. If you sign him prior to the start yep. of the league year, you do. Once free agency opens up and you sign him, you don't owe a second round pick. So. Okay, I I didn't know. The all right, well, but so that. all right because there's a lot of miss like. You come in and you make a statement. Don't forget the second round pick we owe. Yeah, right. We we don't know that what is yet. It a third and, and they're not going to give a. There's a no way they're giving a second round pick. Yeah, right. I don't believe. Gotcha. You know, just yeah. Why, why would you? If, if Ridley wants to be here, he's got to play ball to some degree. Agreed. Right. And yep. that like we're we're not going to sign you before this because it makes no sense. Why would you not want a better teammate on your team if right. we can get a guy in the second round as opposed to the third round? So. Yep. Well, still, the money will be but, the same a few weeks from now. I'm just talking in general, Steve, not to you specifically. Right. Go ahead. My my main question was uh, about those two players, but then when somebody asked about Cam Robinson, is he going to be here? Is he going to be our left tackle? He kind of diverted, like, we need to speak about that. We need to talk about that. And then Anton was brought up about maybe being pushed to the left side. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on how maybe that could be done or how uh, is he thinking because he thought about uh, – upgrading the room is getting uh, more uh, competition, maybe realizing that all the words, because I think he just put his uh, all the cards in the hat about, I'm going to worry about development instead of putting too much talent. I think it just came back to bite him in the butt. All right. I, I'm not quite sure what the specific yeah. question yeah. was there. But I, let, the let, Cam let, Robinson? Yeah, let, I want, let's play the, the clip first. Okay. Here, here's yeah. what Balky yeah. said about whether or not Cam Robinson will be back next year. The discussions on who's all going to be here, who's not going to be here. I'm not going to commit to anything right now. We got some, we got some work to do. Uh, we got some hard discussions to be had. Well, you, you did say Josh Allen will be a Jaguar. He did say right? that. You did say yeah. Trevor Lawrence, no doubt, will be here long term. So there's certain guys you're willing to talk about. <laughs> not willing yeah. to do here. the Cam yeah. Robinson dance. Not the yeah. left tackle yeah. for the team. Yeah. Here, let me just play the follow up uh, on talking about the very next soundbite on what Anton Harrison's capable of doing. But as far as Anton's ability to play right or left, you know, you look, this year what he did as a rookie coming into the National Football League and going up mano mano on some of the best pass rushers, a gauntlet of pass rushers throughout the course of the year, and you look at the pressure rate that he gave up, and a guy that wasn't given a lot of help in terms of chips and double teams and protection, uh, you you got to be nothing but proud of, of how he handled himself as a rookie. And he's only going to get better because there's another young guy that really loves the game, loves to work, loves to compete. Uh, so we expect great things from him. And do we feel he can play left? Absolutely we do. So there, there's a guy <laughs> who didn't mind waxing on yeah. for 40 seconds about because he picked him in yeah. the draft I may uh, I may start calling it Mano Mano as opposed yeah. to Mano Imano. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I really appreciate that. I think – you look at they're not they're not a team that has a bunch of cap space. Yep. There's an easy way to create it if you're willing to move on from Cam Robinson, yep. and it seems like that may have been part of the plan for a couple of years here. So I think it should it still should be given that you're going into a draft where I don't think there's a lot of left tackle yeah. stuff that you can think about in this draft, but right tackle I think is wide open yeah. in this draft for this football team. And if you go into the season with Anton as the left tackle and you don't find somebody at right tackle in the draft, well, then Anton plays right tackle again for a year, and Walker Little's the left tackle. What's the big deal if that's how that works out? I don't understand pushing for Cam Robinson with the money that you can save 
on Cam this year. Yeah. And you need that money for all the other needs you have on the team. And you have an opportunity, I think, in the draft yeah. to find a guy that can play for you as a rookie at right It, it sounds like uh, he's going to ask Cam to do something with that $16 million number. You don't want to say nothing publicly, you know what sure. I mean, that can be used against him. But, you know, look, I, 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 it's not, Anton can play left, you think. Of I course. would think. And Walker can play right. So you either – you have two tackles. Yeah, if but I don't be. want to. Even if know, Walker's man. best position is left, okay. We know yeah. Anton can be the right yeah. tackle for another year, and then yeah, we have to address yeah. right tackle again the next offseason potentially. Maybe that they restructure his you deal. You go draft a right tackle in round one. It's not going to bother me a bit. Not no, a bit. I agree. Hey, listen. Guy walks in. Up front. Walks in, and maybe Walker a little plays for a year, and or, uh, or whatever. Like, let's create competition. Maybe that guy kicks inside for a year, or yeah. whatever the case may be. But Get some yeah, animals. I'm just going to – like Animals. You, you get up there, and I understand you're not going to – you don't want to get into particulars. Well, here's exactly what I'm thinking with Cam Robinson. Right. But once you open the door and go, oh, Josh will definitely be a Jaguar this year, then don't tell me you can't – talk about yeah. well i'm not going to talk about other players these situations well you yeah. will with certain players well yeah right and yeah. Well, that's a pretty yeah. obvious tell to right. me that they're going to do something that, that, that cam's not let's put it this way he's not playing here for that 21 million dollar cap hit right this year. right you're gonna have to they're gonna have to do some work on that right yeah. and and look quite frankly i think that's not Unreasonable. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, definitely not. Right. Especially if you can help yourself in the cap. Well, take take sixteen million and go apply that and go sign a guard and yep. fill one of your holes or, or maybe a guard and a and a depth cornerback or something definitely along those lines. We need the beef, man. We need a center, we need a guard, we need some beef. And a lot of things. Animals. But I don't think we're gonna get a center from the yeah. sounds of it. Yeah. I mean, both the head coach well, and the him GM. on deck of the rabbling or something. I'll say something. If the if you wanted evidence that they're on the same page, Luke Fortner, they're on the same page about Luke Fortner. Yeah. At least the the company line about Luke Fortner. They like his athleticism, but that's that's great. I know. That's I'm just great. saying why they like him. Yeah, he flies through the air with the greatest of ease at times. He's pretty athletic <laughs> for a big guy. Not, but listen, there are clips of him where he's not doing anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like lost. All right. So I, I don't know. All right, uh, we got to take the time out. If you're on the line, stay there. We'll get to you coming up. Hour two on the way. Uh, we will look ahead to the weekend's championship matchups as well. Our Chad and Sandy real estate question today, simply asking you, what do you think the Super Bowl matchup will be? Which team from the AFC versus which yeah. team from the NFC? All four options up there in poll form at MD underscore 1010XL. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, hour two is upon us here on Jaguars today. We'll hear a few more comments throughout the hour on what Trent Balky had to say yesterday. If you want to uh, weigh in on anything along those yeah. lines. What did you think of the uh, Ryan Nielsen hire, by the way, regardless uh, of who made the uh, hire? Whoever made that. I like that he's a D-line coach. So I like that background. I mean, he played D-line at USC, played in the pros for a little bit, been coaching D-line. Um, you know, I would have liked a little bit more experience, but he was the co-defense coordinator uh, over in New Orleans before he became the full D coordinator with the Falcons. I hear he holds them accountable. I'm telling you, I know it's, you know, old school, but I hear he holds them accountable, Mike. <laughs> Isn't that an unbelievable notion? You know, do your freaking job or somebody else will. Which, I don't know. Which coach, though, would anybody, you know, who you hire, 
would you say, oh, he doesn't hold his guys accountable? I like. I him, don't but... think Mike Caldwell does. Well, right, but did. when they hired him, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, right, everyone won't know till he's there. It's like saying yeah. a coach, a defensive coordinator. I want to be aggressive. Right. They all say that. Right. Every single well, one. Well, look, of them. you don't know till they get there. Kind of like a player. You I'm going to play Ben, but don't play. You don't know till you get <laughs> See how that goes over. I'm going to be really crappy in the red I'm gonna zone. I'm going to be cautious be about coming after the quarterback here because yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to. I'd rather give up that consistent 12 yard reception. Yeah, exactly. The, the play, you know, cover three off. No yep. big deal. Whatever results in W's was a good job. That's right. That's right. But I, th- I think it, uh, look, again, I'm. Hopefully he does. Hopefully he does hold him accountable. I think that was a part of it last year, man. I do. I think uh, you know we we weren't uh, um, we we I don't think we prepared as well as we needed to be. I I don't. I to not know what's going on is just really ridiculous to, for a pro athlete not to know what's going on in every single play. But that's might have been the culture. Maybe Ryan Nielsen changes it at least on the defensive side. Attack. All right, uh, let's play cut 40 here. This is uh, Balky yesterday. Just uh, as he said early on, he was asked, yeah. you know, specifically about who makes that call. The coaching staff is Doug's. Yeah. So he's already asked an answer. You can feel how you want about his answer, but no, he right. did answer the question. Yeah. Uh, this was kind of going through thoughts on the hiring of Ryan Nielsen. Schematically, there's going to be a change. Um, it, it's not going to necessarily affect the type of personnel we look for. Uh, the, the thing that's neat is the preparation that Ryan had put into getting ready for the interview and knowing our roster the way he did and s- talking through how he sees those pieces being utilized in his off or his defense. I think that was that was impressive, you know, especially for a guy that was, you know, on a on a vacation down to Disneyland with his family and we yanked him up here from there. So uh, just his presence. Uh, his command within the room, the synergy he had with the group that was in there, his attention to detail, the the relationship building, the two-way relationships that he's been able to establish, and really the fact that no matter who you talk to, they had nothing but positive things to say about him. And then you bring him in and everything that you heard comes to life. So really excited about the hire and looking forward to working with him. So you're you're extra. You he gets extra credit for coming up from Disney well, World. I, I think his his uh, point was like like I mean, we, who's we, not going to do that, honey? I, I gotta go. I, I don't. I'm th- sorry. I'm getting uh, shot. I, I, I yeah. think there's a little piling on. I I think his point was he's he said before that the command he had of our roster, right? Like coming, yeah. like hey, we called him. He's on vacation. Next day he's up here. Like yeah. he and and yet wasn't like he was trying to play catch up. It seemed like he was really well prepared. Like right. he came in with an idea of here's how I'm going to utilize your personnel. I, I didn't think it was, okay. you know. Any okay, so thing so once Caldwell gets fired, every defensive coach in the league who th- wants to be a D coordinator and thinks they have a shot is studying their team. Okay, so you're going to be prepared. Are, do you think they're all prepared? I think they're pretty much prepared, or they're uh, they're not a candidate. I mean, you got to kind of know what the hell you're doing and who your players are, at least a little bit. You don't have to know in. I don't depthly. know. We, we hear over the years of guys that that interview poorly, right? That if, maybe it's personality, maybe it's lack yeah. of preparation. I don't know. I, yeah, we I, don't I do know. think I think also that the Jags had expressed their intention to interview him 
a couple weeks ago, yeah. and the Falcons blocked it. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? It's not like he's unaware that the Jags are interested in talking to you yeah. about a position they now have I didn't mean to pile on, man. I just found yeah. it funny. Hey, he came up from Disneyland, and that's out in California, but whatever. It doesn't matter. All I care about is, is results, and I like that he's a D-line coach. Sounds like we might be going more towards a 4-3, but look, if you broke it down, they did a little bit of everything last year. They had a little 4-2, a 4-4. I mean, they had five. They had all types of stuff going on. So uh, I like that he's a D-line coach. I think it all starts up front. And if he's a fiery, hold them accountable, even better type of coach because that's what I'm looking for. All right, back to the lines we go. 6-4-1-10-10. Mac on the north side is up next. Hello, Mac. Uh, are we going to have time in the minutes for the offseason? He's here, isn't he? Yes, sir, we will. And, and you know what? I asked a dumb question because nah. this is the offseason. Nah, you're, no, you're I, I, Mac, I always give snarky <laughs> answers to everything, so take take no offense. Uh, yes, Tom will be here um, yes, sir. almost every Friday throughout the year. Yeah. I love Tom McManus, his input. I'm a fan of him. And one, one and you know what I want to do? I want to go see him play out on the beach. Come on, man. That happen Come in, on. In 2024. All right. Beautiful. We're in town, too, man, but thanks for the kind words. I appreciate it. All right, Tom. All right. That Ace. it, Mac? Oh, that was nice. All right. I guess yeah. Mac just wanted really to know nice, what your Mac. schedule Thank was. You. Could ask Beautiful. Dylan that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Thanks, Mac. It's cool. I, I'm, I'm glad you're here, too. I like being here. Tom. I you like look being good here. in that hat, too. I feel good in this Get hat. Get on the YouTube uh, I feel good in this hat. <laughs> channel. I feel good and, in it. And, uh, it's corduroy. Out. It's one of those corduroy hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the corduroy hat. You and I seem to be clashing a little bit today. I, I don't know. I'm just I, saying, it just I, feels it subtle. It's subtle. I'm saying for me. I know. It's I don't, just subtle. I wouldn't want to feel I feel like the corduroy hat's too heavy. Yeah, you know, I want a hat that I can wear on the golf course. Brothers fight every now and then. It's Brother, okay. Brothers don't fight. Brothers hug. Did <laughs> <laughs> we just become best friends? <laughs> doubtful. All right. Uh, let's take a break uh, here. Uh, doubtful. I, I don't think we just became. Do you, am I your best friend? You're my good friend. Okay, but I'm a, your best friend. You're my friend. Am I your best friend? Friend. You're no, you're not my best friend. Well, then but we guess didn't what? Just I don't best have friends, one. I don't have one best friend. Well, so certainly not me. We have the potential <laughs> to Do be we? a best friend. Best yeah, friends? if we hung <laughs> out more, if we got I stranded mean, on a desert island for the next two years and relied on each other for survival, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad. I'm. I'm not glad. I. I, I think if we were younger, like before, like younger, yeah, like teenage into the early twenties, and we hung out. We'd have had a hell of a time. You I know might that. Have. Yeah. Right. We would have been on the same page. I would I would have been running my mouth and I would have turned to Tom to back me up. Whatever. Now, I guarantee <laughs> you that would have happened, though. I guarantee you. At some point, my mouth would have got you in a fight. There's no question about Ooh. it. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. More from Trent Balky. Your reaction to what you heard. State of the Jags. And let's get into these games a little bit this weekend as well. All that coming your way. This is Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. He's number 55. Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, double nickels in the house today. Um, oh, I, yeah. On the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, Dempsey's a little edgy today. I, honestly, I, just feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm just like who I am. You know? Yeah, no, you're I'm good. I'm a pain in the you-know-what. <laughs> I, I, Not I, any so extra. And right, I'm, I'm just that way. Like... Uh, uh, yeah, I just, funny. I am, I, I'm a person who's, my natural inclination is to disagree with just about everything. You know, like you say, I like this, I'll say I like the opposite. And, uh, you know, that's that's who I am in yeah. part, you know. 
I mean, if, okay. you're, if you're not going to say something factual, you're going to jump on them. So well, you gotta say oh, yeah, you got to be – you better back up your statement yeah. with Mike Dempsey. Well, I'm just, you oh, I'm just saying, like – and, and, and I'm not I, even mad like it's Steve. Yeah. There's it, – it's – we don't expect every person who listens to this show know every right. nuance. We can't know every single nuance. And people call up and say, hey, yeah. what about this, Tony? <laughs> Sometimes we've got to look, and we've right. got to look it up and find yeah. out, right? The Calvin Ridley deal. Yeah. Somebody say, hey, don't forget, we got to give up a compensatory pick. you got to give up two, actually. Okay. Uh, but the highest one is this year's third. Yeah. Right. At the moment. And that's not a compensatory pick. It, right. It's in compensation. They, would, they right. would forego yeah. the potential of getting a compensatory pick based on what he signs for with somebody else if they were if to they bring were, him if back. If they brought him back. Right. Like, but, like but, that's the compensatory part of it. But right now, it's a third-round pick. They're giving up on top of the fifth. Yeah. They already did. And it, it, the belief, the widespread belief is if they do not sign him, if he doesn't sign his name to yeah. any kind of extension prior to the start of the league year in mid-March, and you can sign him after that, and it's not an extension. Right. He's a free agent. He's free to sign anywhere. Right. Right. Um, so I, anyway. did, I, to be, I didn't know that. I didn't know if it was a second. I knew it was a second or third, but it, I didn't it, know what constituted that. Well, like if they had yeah. signed him during yeah. the year, if they, like if Calvin Ridley, let's say he had an eighteen hundred yard yeah, season, just, like, gotta, oh my god, gotta we got to sign him. Right. Then it would be a second round pick. But then you'd right. be like, oh, he had an eighteen hundred yard season, so right. Right? Yeah. you'd no, be right. like, hey, right. that's right. probably worth it. Right. Um, but I, I, I firmly believe. I can't know this, but I firmly believe that they'll make a big effort to re-sign Calvin Ridley, but it will be only under the parameters of them not giving up that second round pick. Yep. You know, yeah. so yeah, agreed. We'll see. Uh, good. We got our man Fan Cam on the line. All right, right here. And just a second ago, he had been hanging on for five minutes and fifty-five seconds. So the like wow. triple nickels. It means <laughs> something. It's meant to be. Cam, good morning. Good morning, guys. I'm live here in Atlantic Beach. Uh, <laughs> the crowds are spilling out onto Atlantic Boulevard. It's getting crazy here. I hope you guys have the tickets for the Dad Bod concert tonight. The fans are expecting a helicopter to come in any minute, and they're going nuts. That's right. It's going to be awesome, fan. You should be live from uh, Planet Fitness. That's where I saw you last, buddy. Oh, I, I had no idea you worked out at my gym. <laughs> I see your beautiful gym. bride all the time, man. She is hustling in there, both of us. We're sweating our butts off working out, man. Love that place. <laughs> Mike, Tony, you would have loved it. The first time I saw him in there, I went into Tommy Boy mode and did like the, the muscular walk and walked up to him and asked him if he knew where the freeways were. <laughs> <laughs> the big ones. In the secret room in the back where only the strong guys can go. Yeah, yeah do they funny. have the 150-pound plates anywhere on here, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need about yeah. four of those, please. <laughs> no. yeah, well, I hope you guys are doing well and I uh, hope you get out on the course this weekend. I just want to call and say hi and uh, – I, I think it's going to be an exciting off season. The first thing I would do uh, as my one take today would be to work out a, a deal restructure with Christian Kirk. He's due to make yeah. 24 this year, 27 next year. I really think he'd love to spend the bulk of his career here with Trevor Lawrence. And I think he'd be really up for a uh, renegotiation to push that back out to a four or five year package and get the salary cap down over the next couple of years from the average of about 25, five. I'd love to hear what you guys think about that and uh, hit him straight. All right. Thank oh, you, brother. I'm um, yeah. going to hit him wet. It's it's looking like uh, at the moment uh, this weekend. All right. Let me look at the uh, his numbers are that high. Uh, cap hit for well, the cap hit. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what the cash is. Right. Right. Uh, it matters right. What the cap it's hit cap. is. Okay. And the cap number for Christian Kirk this year is twenty four point two. Okay. 
but the dead cap right. is 21. And right. Christian Kirk's not going anywhere. Don't right? they normally with that, they give you half up front. and the, You know what I mean? They can renegotiate that to make well, they it could give be you the 12. Whole th- they could give you the whole thing up front, add a couple of dummy years on the back end, gotcha. uh, and lower they've that already done. cap yeah, figure. Yeah, they restructured him last year. Right, he does, yeah. ha- oh. right he does oh. have dummy years on oh. the end of his deal already, mm. so I don't know how much flexibility they have yeah, true. with him. But, I, I mean, in theory, you could probably – I don't know. Possibly do it again. I'm not yeah. sure about mm-hmm. that. I'm, I'm not ready this. to turn over his specific reins to Parker. If, I don't if, think if Christian Kirk doesn't right. get hurt, do the Jags make the playoffs? I think so. I think they probably do. I think their offense performs a lot better right. for sure. And, and all they needed to do is win one more game. Yeah. Down the stretch. Yeah. And I think they beat Cincinnati that night. If maybe they do. Maybe they beat hurt. Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Right. Maybe they beat Tennessee. Yeah. It could. All it takes is one. So. Yeah. You, that hurt him. That hurt him. Obviously, big. yeah. Vital to what they're doing in the passing yeah. game. So, uh, well, I thought Parker was there to be that backup, and he tried. You know, right? But he yeah. made some plays, but then he didn't make. I some think plays. when you take a guy in the sixth round, he's got some return yeah. ability. He's got some of the traits Christian Kirk yeah. has. I think you're looking at him as a down the road replacement. Like, sure. okay, this year if Agnew's not resigned, right? Parker Washington is your likely number one punt returner. Maybe does sure. some kickoff as well, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like your fourth receiver, fifth receiver. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So. Which is fine. That's fine. Good exactly. Role. It's a good but, role. But he's not – he's – like, you don't want him and Christian Kirk, he and Christian Kirk on the field at the same time. Nope. You know? No, unless you go four wides and they're both in right. the slot. Four, right, yeah. four or five wides and you yeah. got two slot guys. But, it, right. like, in a base package, no, two right. or three no. receiver set. No, they're the same. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Steve on the south side is same up next. Type. Steve, good morning. Hey, guys, I have a question. If Calvin Ridley and Ezra Cleveland both leave and sign with big contracts with other teams and we don't do anything in free agency, do we get comp picks for them next year? Sure, probably. Depending on what the Jags spend on in free agency. Yeah, but that's what he said. He said if if you don't offset it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in theory, uh, you could – it would de- and it would depend on what Ridley and those guys signed for. Juwan Taylor signed a $20 million a year package, roughly, right? Jags are expected to get a third-round pick. If Ridley signed somewhere, I don't know, $16 million a year, I, I'm get, I have oh, no right. idea where this market's going to come in at. Right. Maybe it'd be a third. Maybe it'd be a fourth. Yep. Um, Cleveland, you know, probably not going to get you a third yep. is my guess. Uh, Tony, we were talking about this yesterday. There are only 32 compensatory picks that can be given out. Had total. no idea. Okay. I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. Right? Either. Like, so when you start to look, well, you're like, why don't we get four picks, even if they're seventh rounders, because of these right. guys, they take the top 32 most deserving slots. If six of those are for the Jags, right. they get six of those 32. Right. And the rest of the league gets to spread those 26 around. Right. You know? Yep. Um, yep. So yep. expected this year to get a third uh, for Jawan and a sixth, I think, for RDT. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So we'll so see. For the next year. Right. For, for the, what they did right. last year, we'll get right. those this year. So it makes it a little bit more palatable that, okay, you know what? We took a swing on Ridley. I don't fall, even if. Calvin Ridley, like, if I'll fault not trying to get a long-term deal done with Josh Allen. But if it goes the route where you use the tag on Allen and Ridley ends up going somewhere else, even if he's only here for that one year, I think it was worth the gamble mm-hmm. to, to bring him in. I think what they gave up is worth it. Now, obviously, they'd like to retain him. And the, the easiest way to guarantee that is to yeah. have the franchise tag at your disposal by getting a long-term deal worked out with Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, so if he's done, it's third round. You're giving up, 
right? Uh, if he yes. if, so if he's gone, or even if you sign him to an extension, at, well, it's a third plus. They already gave up like a fifth, a fifth last year. right? Right. So the man, fifth, I don't know. I'd that feel. got traded. I think he got turned into Dontavian Wicks up in Green Bay. Is okay. what that. What if I told you I could have traded Ben Barch in a fifth to get Calvin Ridley, Tom? Yeah, he's third rounder. Yeah. I like you know what I mean. Like right. so. We sit there, and that's the shame of it. We look at a third-round pick, and we're like, well, how valuable is it considering the track record of who's going to be using it, right? Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. You know? Wait, I don't know. We, I just feel a little empty if he's one and done. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want him to go somewhere else. And, I would neither. Because then he just – it was just – not that he used us, but he used us to get better, and then he's off somewhere yeah, but he, Look, the Jags are the ones who sought this out. I doubt no, Calvin No, I'm Ridley not blaming was, him. I'm just saying right. that that's how I would feel as a Oh, sure, but I, I still – even if it goes that way, I think it's worth the, it was worth the gamble, you know, because it, it, yeah, there's no one – it's not that it has to go that way. No, I, I mean, know. based on Balky's comments yesterday, yeah. I mean, he seems he, – he sounded like he's the top priority other than Allen and Trevor yeah. eventually – well, that's his guy now, and he wants to be, you know, recognized as a guy that grabbed Calvin Ridley when no one was maybe thinking about it. And it was a good – I think that was – we I all agree. lauded him I just for like that to move. See him, yeah, I'd like to see him stay. Because then I'd you. really be – you know what I mean? I don't know. just feels like an empty – Look, you know. if, if, the, if the Jags reached out to Josh Allen, yep. and Josh Allen's demands were $35 million a year – I'm just making up right. Yep. I, like, they were so ex- exorbitant, and the Jags were like, look, man, I mean – we're willing to give you a pretty comparable competitive salary, but we're not making you the highest paid guy at the position. And then they had to go to the franchise tag route because of that path. I think people would understand that. Oh, yeah, totally. Right? Totally. But to not even have, like, and I get, look, we still got a month before the franchise window even opens, right? Right. So it's not like it can't get done. Yeah. But the idea that, what what have you been doing for the last couple weeks? Yeah. I'm surprised right. you haven't talked at all. It just How do you weird. not just reach out and say, hey, look, you're you're yeah. our number one priority. Yeah. We yeah. want to get it done. Let's at least agree on it. When, when do you want to talk? When, when's yeah. a good time to talk about this? I, you know, I got to wonder if uh, Miles Garrett resets the market at Maybe that position. Does. You know what I mean? Because he's underpaid compared well, you, to You got to wonder, based on this lack of urgency. I'd make him the highest if I'm the Browns. Yeah. All day long. Absolutely. Right. But he's got a much, a year over year over year I proven track you. record. Josh Allen's had two really two good book years ends. bookending yeah. his career so far. He had more sacks this year than the three previous years combined. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's just, it, it feels like they're content to use the franchise tag. Yeah. And that's what it feels like. And, and if that's not the case, you did a poor job, in my opinion, expressing what your point of view is because right. when you say hey we haven't talked to him they're, they're we're far apart because we haven't even begun these negotiations yeah. he will be a jaguar well you know the only way you can guarantee that is with it's the franchise, franchise tag. tag yeah i don't know man i just i feel like i i want even if you think that that's the best route don't you have to engage his side to find out maybe think. their demands are more reasonable than you think you don't right. know right if you haven't talked to them at all you don't know what he's I looking gotta think for now he's talked to him i would I imagine so. since it's out in the open they haven't talked you gotta think i mean but it's not like called. josh allen's folks didn't know they hadn't talked prior to yesterday yeah does yeah. does sitting up there and acknowledging that you haven't talked make them all of a sudden talk. How I don't much know. time do they have left? What did you say, a month? Um, a month. February 20th, I think, yeah. is the opening. You actually have until yeah. February 4th. That's the last day you can apply the franchise tag. Okay. Uh, I'm March sorry, 4th. March 4th. March 4th. Yeah, March 4th. Yeah, March okay. 4th. 
So you got over a month okay. to go. We'll get something done. We'll see. I hope. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to take this yeah. call, and this person's <laughs> going to be on a very, very uh, short leash you, here. And you were not. You were in no mood. Damn it. <laughs> Thanks, <Tom. laughs> Terrence in Georgia. Good morning. Hey, hey Mike. Hey, hey, Pat Tony, Double Nichols. What's up? I would call it the. Uh, See where I fit in as a best friend. Are we best friends? Or, <laughs> You're a very good friend. You're Terrence. a very, very, very you know, good friend. My, uh, I, I do, ha- I do have a best friend. We've been best friends since high school, so I apologize that you do not trump him. But you're, I- I'd say you're in the top seventeen. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That, Think of, if you know, if, out of all the people you know in your life, that'd be that'd be a pretty Top good ranking. Pretty, yeah, pretty I, good. I just pulled that number out of my backside, Terrence. <laughs> hey, what should. can we do for you this morning? I, yeah, I would like to let people know. Hey, Mike, Mike is who he is, you know. So you can't worry about him being. I already know that. So you know. Uh, but anyway, I like the way Trey Allen himself, you know, and I think uh, Josh Allen is. He's gonna get tired. I mean, because I think he he needs to prove himself another year to me. I don't. I mean, it was a contract year. He, this is the first time he had a year like this. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, I think it's posture as far as not reaching out to them. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's like disrespect. It's just posture. All right. So, I, I, but I, I just want to call in any of y'all guys. Go ahead. All right, no, that's good, Terrence. I appreciate it, man. Uh, didn't want to run y'all. I I would say I've given Terrence as hard a time as anybody. Yeah. Well deserved uh, over the years here, and Terrence still yeah. comes in. We're still oh, yeah. in the, yeah, each other's. Yeah, he's cool. He's a pro. We're in our top seventeen. And pro caller. That's pretty good. Yeah, man. You know the Venn diagram of, of friendship. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, look, I don't think it's unreasonable to have. The, hey, you know what? I want to. I want to see if he can do this again. But as a GM, you still have to do the due diligence. Okay, open things up. Here's where we're at. This is what we're thinking right now. You yeah. know, um, here's where the current market is. We'd be comfortable doing something in this range. Is this a range you're thinking? Or are you, you know, you got to find what the parameters are, right? Because, yeah. look, okay, we'd like him to prove it again. What if Josh Allen, not saying he's going to do this, nor should he. What if he said, I'll sign for $18 million a year? Way under market value. Yeah. That seems like an incredible amount of money. I You'd just want to be in Jacksonville. Whatever I just want to be here. Me in right, let's make it happen. Yeah. So it, there, It's there, not going to happen. Even yeah. if you are a person who wants to see him prove it again, there's got to be a circumstance where yeah. you would be amenable to a long-term deal, and you can't find out where you're at until you start the talk. Yes. Yeah. If uh, Trent drafted Josh Allen, would this be a different He's scenario? locked up, Tom. Be, uh, it may be. And saying. That, to me. That's part if that of the, if it is, and I've heard that that could be part of it, is just absolutely the craziest crap in the I, world. I agree. Once you re-sign him, he is your guy. I don't care if you drafted him or not. If you give him that big money contract, you didn't draft Christian Kirk. You didn't draft Evan Ingram. But right? you brought them in. You brought him in. Right. But and, you didn't bring in Josh Allen. But if you retain him on a deal that makes him – Locked in for the next four to five years of his career. He's great. You're a war to guy. No, no, no. That's a, still a feather in your cap to me. I agree. For getting the business done. I just, I just, I, I know what you're you saying. Know. I, te- I think you, there's you some right. to that. I do. I think there's some to that. I think there's some, uh, you know, the GMs are like, well, I, you know, he's not my pick. I didn't pick him. I'm going to defend all my picks. You know, I'm going to sit there and say, this guy, yeah, this guy's got, he can do this, he can do Agree that. Agree with but you, but I mean, I'm we all see how short sighted that is, right? I mean, it's your roster now. Yeah. Whether you drafted him or not, 
Don't run what, him out okay, of town. Okay, let me throw hypothetical because Trayvon's his guy. What if he, Trent, thinks Trayvon can replace Josh Allen? Uh, okay, then who replaces Trayvon? Well, you're going to have to replace right. that. You're going to have to add. But I'm just saying, okay, hypothetically. Well, I, I don't necessarily I believe insanity. that. I'm just sanity. Okay, okay. That's uh, well, his guy. Right, but if you're saying what if, my reaction would be that's insanity. Because, I mean, we're saying, who, so what, Trayvon's going to get 17 and a half and then he's going to drag DeWan Smoot up to double figures because yeah. reasons? Oh. I, I mean, like. Yeah, Smoot, I, you know, we'll see what he can I'm do. I'm just but using an example know, of, like, next man up. No, you I know? know. I know. I don't know. Man. You just don't know. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, I, there's, so, okay, so he defends his guys, but he's hesitant. On, yeah, we haven't even talked to him yet. <laughs> like. And by the way, he looks like he's like I don't know. He like, also he's said, set, to be man, fair, he got nothing to worry about. He also said, "Hey, he'll he'll be a Jaguar this yeah, year." Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, the only uh, this yeah. year yeah. means franchise tag is they're comfortable using in play. the tag on it. We'll yeah. see. Josh, uh, when's the first day of the regular season? <laughs> maybe because that's what I'm doing. If I'm him, you want to do that to me? Fine, no problem. I'll be ready to go. But. I ain't doing nothing you want me to do. And he'd be well within his rights. Oh, I agree. He could hold I, out, if he I'm could him hold out he half gets, a year if he wanted to, if that's what he wanted to do. If I'm him and he gets tagged, I'd be pretty upset. I'm sure. I'd be pretty, pretty upset. I mean, I'm I can sure understand. Look, Tom, here's the thing. Waiting. Though. They're all I, upset if they get tagged. Yeah, I've yet to meet the player who is like, "Hey, unless you get like a kicker, you got it." So if, if 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 you don't, if you don't, and you say prove it another another year, then you there's some disbelief that he's not gonna mm-hmm. come in like he did last. Okay, year. but well, all right, let's take Jaguar fandom out of it. Josh yeah. Allen plays for uh, Cincinnati. Okay, had the exact same career path. Okay. What are you going to give Josh Allen? Are you going to make him the highest paid guy in free agency? You, we would look at it, I think, more critically. We love Josh Allen because he loves Jacksonville. He's performed for us. He he seems to want to be here, right? If he had done the exact same numbers somewhere else, I think we'd look and go, hmm, why did he? I mean, we talk about it all the time. Oh, contract might, year. Guys break out that, in contract but year. I wouldn't have any doubt that if Josh Allen actually hit free agency, that he would be the highest-paid free agent at his position this offseason. And I don't think it would be close, right? Like, I think Josh Allen would be the guy who gets the most money in free agency this year if he becomes a free agent, and that it'll be close to top of the market is what he's ultimately going to get. That would be what I would expect. What do you think? Well, flip it around. What if he was already on San Fran, had 17 and a half sacks, and then he became a free agent, and we didn't have a sack guy? We didn't have. A, well, that's what we're just saying. Right. Yeah. Then what would you would you take him as a jag personnel? You like, would you would take him, but I think part of you would be like, is he going to do it again? Because the three but, previous years he didn't combine no, for I seventeen know, and a half sacks. I understand, but they they don't the, the the hypothetical here is they don't know him like the jags know him, right? Yes. I mean, I I don't know, that, and I've that's said, what I'm saying. If yeah. it were a guy that we didn't know and yeah. we felt like he's going to continue to work hard and do yeah. all these things. I think pay him. No, I think oh, we would, would look at him and we'd be like, I don't know. Why didn't he do this the three previous years? He's yeah. looking to get paid. Now, what's going to happen when he gets paid? We have that conversation all no, the time. No, I know. I know. So and they, I they do too, for the record. Right. Organizations do. So, but it's it's not even that. I'm not even saying that's a crazy point of view to begin with. No. But unless you're talking to his side. Well, I know, right. How do you know? Where, he's where at. things fall. Right. Maybe he's not looking for 30 plus million a year. Maybe he could would take that Montez sweat deal. In which case, you'd be crazy not to sign yeah, him agreed. for something like that. Agreed. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, we're going to end up talking about the difference between two to three million a year on this deal. That's what yeah. we're going to come down to, which is a lot of real money. Yeah. But to them, it shouldn't be the sticking point. No. To getting a deal done for a guy who's as you either believe to this team. that he's going to continue on that path or you don't, or or a you're production. not sure. Produ- that's what I mean. You're not sure yet. Like yeah. Know? I mean, we see if, if a guy kind of muddles along and has right. a breakout year as a receiver, right? You're confident that he's going to continue to do that. Okay, so what Maybe. if you don't? What if what if you tag Josh and now you redo Ridley? I mean, that market. Okay, but you value. can't redo it until after the right. league year opens, right? In which case, he could at be that gone point, anyway. somebody could swoop in and go, "Here's twenty five million a year to you." Right. We don't know. Would you pay Ridley that twenty five million a year? I don't, what would you pay Ridley in a, on a long term deal? I don't know what the would you pay him more than Christian Kirk? I'd pay him as much as Christian okay. Kirk. As much as Christian Kirk was making when he first signed the deal or as much as his cap figure well, is now? The ca- what's well, the, the tag? cap figure? What's the tag? 21? It's got to be in the 20s. Yeah. You know? It's- I'd want to see him earn it, but I tell you what. I, my opinion, if he tags Josh and redoes Ridley, it's because Ridley was his guy. I'm just saying there's going to be part of that into the equation. I, and I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I really don't. I, I think we're on the same page on that, and yeah. uh, I just think it's it's a stupid perspective to have because they're all your guys. No, I know. You know, and, no, and I agree, I, I'm agreeing with you on that. Right. Too. We I, I think we're on the same yeah. exact wavelength here, just coming at it. See, it all comes together angle. on a Friday, man. Can I tell you how much I love corduroy, Woo! especially in hats? Yes. All right, so uh, let's come back and take a look at today's question today. What? Who do we think is going to match up? In yeah, baby. Super Bowl 58 in a couple of weeks. If you'd like to be a part of it, you know the ways to do it. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, final few minutes here. Let's uh, tie up all our loose ends, pockets. Uh, Tony going to take us around the rest of the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL. Brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Baltimore tight end Mark Andrews was a full practice participant for the second day in a row on Thursday. The Ravens have activated Andrews off their injured reserve list today. And he is expected to play in the AFC Championship game. Kansas City running back Isaiah Pacheco, wide receiver Sky Moore, and offensive lineman Joe Tooney didn't practice on Thursday. Pacheco said on Wednesday that he expects to be able to play this week despite missing practice that day with ankle and toe injuries. But he did miss practice again on Thursday. Detroit offensive lineman Frank Ragnow and Jonah Jackson both missed practice for the second day in a row on Thursday for the Lions. Ragnall was listed as dealing with ankle, toe, knee, and back injuries. San Francisco wide receiver Debo Samuel was a limited participant in practice on Thursday for the 49ers. The Atlanta Falcons are expected to hire Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, as there, as was reported by Tom Pelissero. And Carolina is hiring Tampa Bay offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their next head coach as was first reported by Ian Rappaport. All right. There you go. The offense was that good, I guess, huh? I, mean, I never even heard of that guy before, but good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Going to have to work for a great boss. That Tepper's a piece of work. Right. Um, <laughs> I, look, and people, I heard people say, who are they going to be able to get? There's always going to be somebody who's willing to take their first job as yeah, a right. head coach absolutely. in the National Football League. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, good for him. Well, good for Bryce Young, hopefully, to get a fresh yep. set of eyes to no doubt. try to salvage him early on. All right, yep. uh, Pox, when we fire up today's 10-10 take. 
10, 10, 10, 10, take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10, 10, take brought to you by Leonard Truck Accessories. All right, which matchup do you think we'll get in Super Bowl 58? Uh, I'll tell you what I'm rooting for okay. this weekend. And I'm not even quite sure why. It's just maybe because I picked Buffalo to go and everyone's got Baltimore. And I just don't want one seed versus one seed. And the way Baltimore manhandled San Francisco the first time, I don't know. You know, and maybe it wouldn't be that matchup. I don't know how great a game that would be, at least how much I'd anticipate that. So I'm going to go with Kansas City, San Francisco. And uh, which, uh, as of a moment ago, was our lowest chosen option on the poll. It's actually in third place right now as we just got a few votes coming in. So uh, at least that's what I'll be rooting for this weekend. Don't take my picks to the bank. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'll I'll put it that way. Who you got, Tone? I'm with you. I'm of two minds about both games, (laughs) you know, this weekend and what to do with them. I've said all week, Debo Samuel and his availability, it, it impacts my pick in that game a lot. Right, it would actually sway it if we get the game day and Debo's inactive. I would pick Detroit to win on game day. I think right now that Debo's going to play, so I'll take the San Francisco side on the NFC. In the AFC, man, I, I'll do it. I'll I'll pick against Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. I'll take Baltimore, and I get it. That's the the chalk pick, Baltimore, San Francisco. But that's the direction I'd go. Right. All right, I'm going Detroit. I I I don't know, man. I I feel like they've got it going on. I know Debo will add some firepower. Can they do anything? I think if they can get to Purdy, they got a real good chance. And I think Gibbs on the other side, he's a dynamic weapon. Hopefully, they can get him going. So I'm going to take Detroit. And then look, I I I struggled all week because of of Mahomes, but. That Baltimore defense, something, something crazy, and uh, and Lamar's special. So I'm going Baltimore at home. I look at that Baltimore defense. I'm like, I, I don't think it's a superstar laden group. I know Roquan's a good player. And, I love. And, and you know who I love in that defense? Patrick Ka- Queen. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, he's they, they have oh. they have good players. I don't Goodness. feel like they're an all time great defense, but they led the league in scoring defense yeah. and sacks in turnovers. Yeah. I mean, they've been impressive. They've beaten. A lot of good teams by, they score by 14 on D or more. This year, did they score on D comparative I'm to sure they you know, did. the Ravens 2000? Because they were the right. They scored a lot, though. I don't know how many times, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure they did. They're if saying you lead the league in turnovers and sacks, you're probably scoring right. some defensive They're saying stat-wise, they're pretty close to that D. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Uh, let's welcome in XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill. Brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer. By the way, if you combine the results of Baltimore, San Fran, Baltimore, Detroit, exactly 69% of the uh, voters think Great we're going to get the Ravens. It's nice. a nice number there. Uh, 365 is how many votes we've got so far okay. on that one. Now, Matt Hayes is here. Hello, Matt. Did you all, by the way, see the, see the video of Brock Purdy mid-snap or mid? He gets yeah. the ball and he holds it with his right and wipes Wipe. his yeah. Right hand on crazy, yeah. yeah, crazy. It's like Rex Grossman in the uh, Super Bowl. Remember what did he do? He, he he got the he, snap. He got he, the snap. Yeah. Started uh-huh. dropping back, and he held the ball with his left hand, wiped his right hand yeah. off on his pants. Huh? Yeah. Grabbed the ball again. That All was right? torrential, man. That's a pain. Yeah. In the a ass. sixth round pick yeah. would have wiped his hands before the snap. Right. That's <laughs> the difference. Well, right. sixth, actually, a first round pick would have never had wet hands. Okay? <laughs> yeah, of course right. not. Those yeah. guys don't sweat. <laughs> That's right. Unless they're Jamarcus Russell or. Right. Of the like. Uh, so, what are you guys getting into today, Matthew? Uh, we're getting into more, of course, Trent Baalke, uh, the AFC and AFC Championship games. What did you guys think of Baalke? Think of that yesterday. I mean, I, I think you can't say 
we're not going to look back. I don't like to look back and blah, blah, blah. When clearly you have to look back. Like, he just doesn't want to admit publicly. It's the end of he year want, press conference. He doesn't want to, on the record, admitting any mistakes he's made. He's uh, not going to. And, right, he's not yeah. going to. Um, I thought it's ludicrous to not have even, even if you want to franchise tag Josh Allen, how do you not reach out to his side and say, hey, we yeah. understand you're a top priority. Let's set a time. Yeah. Let's get together. Even if the whole call was just his side of it saying, we don't want to talk about it until, you know, we see what happens with Miles and these yeah. other guys this offseason. Fine. You got you to reach out. I mean, um, I hate to say it. Tommy, is it a bit cowardly by him to not like to say it's about development? What about like? The choices you made to give them. Uh, listen, I'm t- I'm telling he. What I got out of that is he's sitting in a chair and he ain't worried about nothing when it comes to his job security. And he don't care. He'll answer your questions. You may not like the answer. He'll answer them. No big deal, right? But I don't know. He should be held to the fire. And at the end of the day, there. You know, if it still continues another year, you got to make changes. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I also thought, you know, when he says when it comes to Cam Robinson, we're not going to get into, you know all our thoughts on who's going to be here, who's not going to be yeah. here. Oh, you'll do it with Josh Allen. I mean, so, you know, you oh, he'll definitely be here. Well, wait a minute. So I'm not going to get – it's pretty Which clear says, that they're in a different category. They got to right. figure something out with Cam for him to stay. Right. Yeah. You know? I, I'll put it I this way. Know. I don't think Cam's here playing Just for win, $21 baby. million – or playing on a $21 million cap hit, yeah. you know? Right. So – Anyway, all right, Matt, have a good show. Hi, fellas. Have a good weekend. Right. There you go, Matt Hayes, yeah, uh, out the door. That'll do it for us today. So thank you for uh, all of you out there who put up with Jaguars today, this week. Yes. Tommy we Matt. full circle. Are you going to be here this offseason? I'm here every Friday, baby. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Tuesday and Friday with the podcast, but uh, every yeah, Friday we do with see you guys. You. Oh, yeah. We do see you. I like coming in on Tuesday. Looking in like a, a guy, like a broke guy looking in a restaurant window. Like, like hey, I can't afford that. <laughs> what wave wait, wave me. at me. Somebody be my friend. I don't believe that's the case. Uh, Dad bods? Tonight, baby, at uh, Cole Haynes Irish Pub and Restaurant on Atlantic Boulevard in Atlantic Beach. We start at 8 o'clock. We'll be rocking three sets going to be pretty awesome. All right. Love it. Tony, have I'm a good ready. weekend. You too. Pockets. Hopefully we get uh, some golf in in between the raindrops on Sunday. Yes, sir. On, I have to wait and see on that one uh, right there. <laughs> the rest of you have a good weekend, and uh, we'll come back and try to solve all the Jaguars dilemmas once again two hours at a time. Solve the world. Beginning yep. next Monday right here on 1010XL 92.5 FM.